0: Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Pastor Steve Kramer, radio preacher for Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry.
1: Good things never seem to last too long. At least that's what we see in the last two chapters of 2 Kings. The great reforms of King Josiah didn't last very long after he died. We heard yesterday from Matt about all the worship reforms that Josiah had put into place, bringing God back into the center of life for the nation of Judah. Things looked good, looked promising for the future of that nation. And yet, after Josiah died, the nation went into a downward spiral immediately and crashed. Josiah died in 609 BC, and by 587 BC, a mere 22 years later, Jerusalem and the temple were destroyed and the people were exiled, exiled to to Babylon. So what happened? Well, unfaithful kings, sin, and God's judgment and wrath. After Josiah's death, Jehoahaz, his son, became king. And he, unlike his father, did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, we're told. We're talking about idol worship. Egypt had become a major world power at that time and took over everything, including Judah. Jehoahaz didn't stand a chance of staying in power. He was taken prison by the king of Egypt after only three months. Instead, Jehoiakim, his brother, was made a vassal king for Egypt. And like his brother, he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, idol worship. He lasted 11 years. In the meantime, Babylon, the world power of the day, steps into the picture, takes over Palestine during Jehoiakim's later years of reigning as king. He died. Jehoiachin, his son, reigned for three months, and he, we're told, also did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. Notice a pattern here. He walked in the footsteps of his father. In 597 BC, he tried rebelling against the Babylonians and was soundly defeated and taken prisoner to Babylon for the rest of his life. Jerusalem's temple and the king's palace were emptied of all their treasures by the Babylonians, and all but the poorest people of the land were taken off to Babylon. The king of Babylon made Zedekiah... Jehoiachin's uncle, his vassal king, and we're told Zedekiah also did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. After 10 years, he he rebelled against the king of Babylon and was taken captive, blinded, and sent off to Babylon. And the temple was burned down, and the walls of Jerusalem destroyed, and the rest of the people were carried off into exile." it's a tragic story isn't it uh, you can read it in detail in chapters uh, 24 through 25 uh, of second kings so what's go- what's happened well that all goes back to that covenant between god and israel god would be their god they would worship and obey only him in first samuel we hear samuel the prophet saying to them after they've put a king into power, Saul, that if the people and their king didn't keep the covenant and obey God, they would be swept away. And so they were. We see that. They learned the hard way that you can't trust in idols and self and kings. They'll only disappoint and lead to destruction only God deserves trust and obedience. At the end of Second Kings, there are questions. What's to become of David's promise, that kingly lineage that was promised by God to King David that would go on forever? And what about God's people? Has he forsaken them once and for all now that they are taken away to Babylon? And yet Second Kings ends on what I like to think is a hopeful note, a strange little text at the very end I want to share with you. Strange, but hopeful. And in the 37th year of the exile of Jehoiachin, king of Judah, in the 12th month, on the 27th day of the month, Evul Murdoch, king of Babylon, in the year that he began to reign, graciously freed Jehoiachin, king of Judah, from prison. And he spoke kindly to him and gave him a seat above the seats of the kings who were with him in Babylon. So Jehoiachin put off his prison garments, and every day of his life he dined regularly at the king's table. And for his allowance, a regular allowance was given him by the king according to his daily needs as long as he lived." It should be remembered that the final chapters of Kings nowhere claim that David's dynasty has come to an end. And we see from this text that God's people do survive in the land of Babylon, and that, that God really is at work in all of this, exercising his wrath towards sin, and something else is in the work. While we are unfaithful, God is not. He never forgets his promises. A sneak peek in this story. The people are eventually rescued and returned to the promised land many, many, many years later. And the temple gets rebuilt. And as for a king, he too would come. In Bethlehem, a new king of the line of David was born. And an angel announced, fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Friends, history is God's story. His purposes and plans will not be thwarted. And that, my friends, is the good news for the people of God looking for some confident hope.